Hey, welcome to episode 27 of Amateur Bartending for Immature People. I'm Shannon. And I'm Greg. And this is a podcast where we're talking, thinking, making, and drinking some cocktails. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yum, yum. Yes, well, we I guess this time more of a, a cocktail technique yeah, than it's an actual any one cocktail, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. We're going to be making milk punch. So milk punch, like... Like milk from a cow. Milk, milk from a milk cow. Punch. Now, I've heard of milk washing, and I've heard of, I mean, kind of this is some new techniques. Well, actually, they're not new techniques, are they? No, they're not. Actually, they're from the 1700s. And uh, I'm going to tell you about it, and then we'll tell you how it's made. So it's going to sound like you're drinking a glass of milk, and that is completely different That's than what, what we're talking is. about. Yeah, not what this is, for sure. So bear with us, because I think this is an interesting, interesting ride. So um, in 1711... There was a housewife, housewife, excuse me, her name was Mary Rocket, and she recorded the earliest known clarified milk punch recipe. Mary Rocket. She, her recipe was very different than what we're going to make today, but mm. it was made for large quantities. Um, she used two gallons of hot milk and a wow. gallon of brandy, five quarts of water, eight lemons, and two pounds of sugar. Whoa. It's healthy punch. Uh, <laughs> and then she let it sit, and then she strained it all through a flannel bag. So... What it's doing is the milk and the lemons. You think that would just, I mean, it's just going to curdle, right? They're curdling. It's yeah. exactly right. And then the flannel bag is to strain out the curdles. The milky, it's the, the curdle. Mi- of, the milky it, curdles. The curds. The curds. I like curdles. <laughs> strain, strain out the curdles. My plural of curds is curdles. <laughs> All them curdles. And I imagine the curdles will trap any sort of... Sorry, I think it's funny. Strangities in there. <laughs> That's right. So this is, um, when she first did it, you know, there wasn't a lot of refrigeration during that time. And sure. she found out that if she created this kind of a lovely punch, elixir stuff, it could last for months. Yeah, elixir. That's really what it is. It lasted for months. So she didn't have to refrigerate it. It didn't go bad because of the the citrus juice. The alcohol, it didn't probably. curdle in there. I mean, it didn't, um, what's it called when citrus goes bad? It just didn't go Ferment. bad. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of where this started. That was the first recorded version of this punch. Now, you're probably thinking that sounds disgusting. Um, it is immensely cool yeah, how this it's a, happens. It's a really interesting what it does, the, how it clarifies things. There's other fans in history uh-huh. of milk punch. Uh, Benjamin Franklin was a fan of this clarified milk punch also. He enclosed his own recipe in a letter to the governor of Massachusetts in 1763. That's cool. Um, and over a century later, bottles of it were found in Charles Dickinson's wine cellar. Oh, my gosh. He died, but the one, but this clarified milk punch was still good. Wow. I think it's cool. I got that all is this, cool. I got this from an article called from a site called Atlas Obscura, by the way. Well, it seems like there is a lot of ways to, to do this. What, what's kind of the technique that people are using now? What are we going to do? Let me tell you a little bit about it. So the secret of the clarified milk punch is the curdling, like we just said. Sure. Um, it makes it possible to strain out dairy solids through cheesecloth or f- through a mesh um, or coffee filters or whatever is fine enough to strain it out. Sure. And then the beverage will be perfectly clear, which is unbelievably cool. It is cool. It is not expensive to do it, but it really takes a lot of patience. Yeah, it's definitely taken a lot of time to make a couple of these with some trial, with some error. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's a patience tester, and uh, that's one thing I did learn after making an entire batch of it is I tried to rush it, 
And then that actually probably used more of my time than if I had just let it sit. So uh, patience is a virtue in this one. Right. You're going to want to make kind of a large quantity so you don't have to make it over and over again. Right. Um, but the benefit of the large quantity, like I said, is that it will last a long time. And you've got a lot of it in your fridge then. So I, what the recipe will eventually feature today, I made a pitcher, um, and it says it will last for several months in the refrigerator. So. That's it's cool. A, it's a benefit to the exactly. to the weight. So what you need to know about doing this, you have to be able to create a drink that has citrus in it because the citrus is what is going to do the curdling. It's absolutely. So we had, um, we read a bunch of articles. One fantastic mm-hmm. article that we read all the way through was from cooksillustrated.com. Let me see what's the name of the article. Hang on a second. In case you're really interested, I it was very got, exhaustive, kind of like scientific delve into you know what's the best milk to use. Is it warm? Is it cold? Uh, you know, all these things. The, the way to like should you add the milk to the drink or the milk right. or the drink, drink to, to the, the milk, milk yeah. or what kind of milks? And it was very exhaustive. Yeah, Greg was right. It was exhaustive. Super, it was good. It was very a good. great article. It was super interesting all the way through. And the article was called "The Key to Crystal Clear Cocktails: Milk, Really." Yeah, That's what and, it's called. And, <laughs> You may be listening to this right now, and just like what, when we first started hearing about this, a friend of mine had sent me a, a link to a, a, an article on this, and we first started, you know, you, you hear this, and maybe you looked at the title of this episode, and you're like, milk punch? Milk washing? What are they, are they really saying milk? And yes, it's really milk, and all you're kind of doing is clotting out the milk part of it and leaving behind anything that's not trapped in those milky curds and did we find we found out kind of what the kind of chemically i did yeah so going on there right well let me let me walk you through the whiskey sour experiment and then i'll tell you what happened to it when we did it so we got excited about this and we read this article sure and we ran out and bought some whole milk which is what you'll have 100 need out of all the articles that we read whole milk or half and half Mm -hmm. but um they say whole milk works the best whole milk works the best you need the fats essentially you need all the proteins you can get in there so we were reading this and we said, well, we have everything at home for a whiskey sour. Yep. Let's go ahead and run home and try to make a whiskey sour like this. Not understanding that it was going to take us an hour and a half to make a whiskey sour. Right. But what was fun, and I do have the pincher on Instagram right now, is that we made the original, we made two of the original drinks. So the first one we made just our regular whiskey sour. Mm-hmm. And then the second one we made was the exact same drink. We just, just it had been did clarified. it into the milk. Yeah. I mean, so, hours later. but yeah, It took a long time, but we were patient. <laughs> so just as a reminder, in case you don't know what a whiskey sour is, whiskey, sca- whiskey sour is two ounces of bourbon, three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice, and three quarters of an ounce of simple syrup. So super simple. So you see why we ran right out and started trying to make the whiskey sour with this. Because we, you know, I read all these like kind of complicated milk punch recipes, but really, you know, as I was going through a lot of research on like what different bars are doing, the main thing is is it has to have citrus. Exactly. And a simpler recipe seemed like a really good test for what we were doing. And kind of the first thing you see, if you if you go over to Instagram and check that picture out, it shows both, you know, the original drink and then the after clarification drink. Huge difference in what they look like. The other, You know, the clarified one is crystal clear and, you know, a little bit of a straw color. And the flavor... It's almost the color of the ice. It's like almost it's, the color of the ice. And the... The flavor is just so different, different yet similar. Like rounded off it's all the hard smooth. edges and just smoothed up the whole thing. Silky, and 
Yeah, silky is a great word. Yeah. There's no milk taste to it. Now, that's the next question. It does, well, does it taste like a glass of milk? Not at now, all. Now, that taste is completely gone. You will not have that. It's just basically your drink, but better. It's, yeah, it really was incredible. That that back-to-back comparison. It was having, amazing. We were like 100% sold. Um, but I'd make a bigger batch next time. Sure. <laughs> so now on to what that was. So that was kind of our toe, sticking our toe into milk washing a cocktail. So now we, you actually went ahead and did a punch this time, right? I did. But let me for the whiskey sour, when we did the whiskey sour, uh-huh. we had done our research. And so what we did is um, we didn't use a lot of milk. I should have wrote down how much milk we used yeah, for it. It was a one to four like, ratio. So four parts of cocktail to one part right. of Right. I think milk. it was like a half an ounce or it was, yeah, it so was if you around had, there. If you had four ounces of cocktail to make two cocktails, you would use you know one ounce of milk. And, and if it, you want to try just... Yeah. And it's a cocktail. You pour, the, you pour your drink into the milk, not milk into the cocktail. So that's the way we found to do it. Yeah, and but you it's a one to four ratio. You just do it into a glass. Don't do it into like a shaker or anything like that. You're not doing that. What you're doing is you're just letting it sit in there and curdle, and then you're going to strain it through a coffee filter into your glass. And then, then you can shake it or put ice in it or whatever once it's filtered out. Um, but that was amazing. First, it looked disgusting. Like it, yeah, oh yeah, it looked horrible. And it was all like curdled and slimy, kind of whitish yellow, whitish yellow slime. <laughs> it was, it was pretty, we, we soldiered forth though. And it was really worth it. So just, ba- you know, bear with it. You do have to let it sit for a while for it to curdle. Don't try to strain it too quickly and don't stir it. Just let it, just let it be. And when it's draining through the coffee filter, don't try to press out the liquid. Just let it go through the curds because the curds are what help kind of strain it additionally. Right. So, so, so probably as you go through the way you ma- made your punch, we'll be doing step by step. So maybe that's the best time to describe those particular sections because we kind of got all that out of order for them. So. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and make the punch then. Yeah, I just want to give you a little, you uh, little example of what kind of got us going. So. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So then we decided, oh, I found this recipe and it was on Bon Appetit and it was called um, Clear clear Milk Punch, I think is what it was called. Okay. And it, this one has, you make a milk punch base first. Right. And then once your base is done, which that's going to take forever. Once your base is done, like I said, I did half of their recipe, which is what I'm going to give you guys today. Mm-hmm. And that made a pitcher. Mm-hmm. So it's a, quite a bit. So what we did is we're going to get the ingredients together to do the milk punch. You're going to want to put it all together in a pretty large bowl. Um, You're going to need to also have whole milk in your house. Mm -hmm. Um, And here we go. So we're going to start with one and a half cups of brewed black tea. For mine, I just use Lipton because I've had it in the house. If you have something else, that's good. What One of the benefits of this milk washing is it takes out tannins. Um, They... Combine kind of bitter elements that you have, like in in wine or in coffee or in. Uh, I think they're called in... polyphenols. I think that was right. Let me just double check, and so I don't mm-hmm. say anything that's completely wrong. But sure. I think that's what it was called. Um, but what happens is those bind with the, yeah, polyphenols. Sorry, polyphenols. So polyphenols are in tea, wood, etc. So like if you at when we added our bourbon. In the first recipe, it's smoothed that bourbon out because it's aged in oak, right? Mm-hmm. So with this milk punch base that we're making, with the brewed black tea has um, something that you're going to get at the very end, just a light light taste of the tea. You're not going to get that tannin taste. So we're going to do one and a half cups of brewed black tea. 
And that was cold when you were adding it, correct? Yeah, everything was just cold. Okay, so you um, brew tea, let it cool. In a big bowl. Okay. And then I did one and a half cups of fresh lemon juice. Okay, pretty self-explanatory there. Uh-huh. We have one and a half cups of fresh orange juice. Okay. And a half a cup of simple syrup. All righty. And you're going to add all so you're out, some of the alcohol to this. Not all of the alcohol for your full recipe, but you're going to add what it takes to make just the base. Okay, how much did we add in and our case? That was a half a cup of, um, I used rum. The original White recipe rum. says, yeah, I just used Bacardi. Okay. Um, the original reci- recipe said vodka, so you could, I just figured any kind of base spirit mm-hmm. probably works for it. And actually, I was really happy with how the rum turned out. Yeah, absolutely. So that's your milk punch base. So you have that in one bowl. Okay. Now what you need to do is you need to pour one and a half cups of whole milk into a different bowl. Bowl is going to be able to hold the whole thing. The whole amount. Yeah. And then once you have one and a half cups of whole milk in that bowl, then you're going to pour the rest of your stuff into mm-hmm. into that pour whole milk. Pour your, quote, cocktail mixture into there. It's very important. It's probably the most important thing that everybody says is to make sure that you're pouring your mixture into the milk mm-hmm. as opposed to your milk into the mixture. Right. It makes a big difference about how it curdles. Um, if you have your kind of citrus base and you pour the milk into it, what it does is, is like it doesn't um, dissolve all, it doesn't like mix it all the way, yeah. and it just kind of curdles the inside of where you've poured the milk as opposed to the entire batch. Yeah. And let it let it mix and get the good. So the that's good mix. Pour it into the milk. That's the most important thing that we've heard. Now a lot of different recipes said a lot of different things. They said hot milk. This particular recipe on Bon Appetit said hot milk. You don't have to have hot milk. Um, that Cook's recipe goes very much in depth if you want to learn about all the different kinds of milks that they tried and all the temperatures and all that stuff. But when push came to shove, they said whole milk cold works just the best out of anything. Yep. So now, now you have a catastrophe looking thing. It looks terrible. It looks like cereal gone bad. Mm-hmm. And, and so, but you're just going to put that, be patient. The recipe on Bon Appetit says 1 to 24 hours. Do not try to strain it after one hour. Yeah. I did. It was a huge mistake. It's going to turn a gloppy mess. What you're going to do is you're going to put that in the refrigerator, and you're going to wait 24 hours. That's probably for the best. Then, after your 24 hours is done, dun, 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 then you're going to take, again, another big bowl. I used um, what worked out best for me to strain this big amount, because it really is a large amount, is I took a colander that had handles on the side that when it went over a bowl gave some room underneath it so it could drain down into it without sitting inside of it. And then in that colander, I put multiple levels of cheesecloth. Not just, you can't just do one or two because all the the light, like the smaller curds will just go right through it. It has to be a pretty dense base. And then you're slowly going to be pouring your concoction into there as it's draining through yep and it's going to be really yucky looking it's going to look terrible um that will take a very long time it took us i think it took almost another 24 hours for me to get everything filtered to strain a lot through yeah and i wish i'd kind of known the way i should have strained it first but the colander really did work the best then i also set up a secondary straining system i um, used a coffee filter over the top of a pitcher. And so all the stuff I had strained into that big bowl, I restrained through the coffee filter into a pitcher. Kind of a pour-over style coffee filter setup to the pour-over 
plastic holder with a paper cone coffee filter into it. And then what that did is got all the other little tiny sediment out that, of it. That was a real clarification step really right there. Yeah. When I did that, that made all the difference. Um, again, it's it just takes a long time. <laughs> so <laughs> underscore you the patience patient, yeah. part. But when I got done with that, it was really gratifying actually to put it into a clear picture. Um, the difference of color, this is almost clear what I ended up with at the very end. Yeah, it's just kind of like a light straw color. You're not quite done with your drink yet, though. So, so yeah, that's just the base. So that's just going to be the punch base is what we just made. So kind of a lightly alcoholed punch base. I mean, you could stop there. You could stop and enjoy that there. You could, but, I mean, I'm making it because I want some alcohol in it. There you go. So some fun things, fun things I learned is uh okay let's say that's all done by the way let's say now you're listening to us and it's mm-hmm. three more days from now i'm gonna go forward in time so the clarification um works best with milk there's other different ways that you can probably there's other ways that bartenders clarify cocktails but I, this is like one of the most effective as long as you're doing anything with citrus it's cheap and simple it was simple, and it was cheap, but just time-consuming. Make a big bunch of it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. So now I have my milk punch base, and this is really cool. I love this. So now you're going to, in a shaker, you're going to get your shaker with your ice, and you're going to put in two ounces of the punch that you created, that base that you created, mm-hmm. and then one and a half ounces of whichever alcohol you decide to use. Like I said, in I used case, uh, uh, Bacardi. Yeah, it was wrong. So one and a half ounce in there. Now you're going to shake that vigorously, and that's your drink. You're going to strain it into your thing. And it comes out looking really, really cool. It's beautiful. It's really beautiful. It adds a little bit of a foaminess to it because there's still a little bit of that milk protein in there, and it adds just like a foamy layer as if you had whipped done kind of a dry shake with an egg in there. but it this, looks very like that. But actually. in this case, there's no egg. So, I mean, if somebody has an egg allergy and you want to have something that looks like that, this is the perfect way to do that. But, yeah, it looks fantastic. And, of course, we're going to have pictures of this up on the... I would check if you're um, lactose intolerant. I would check to see if you could have this drink. My in, my guess would be you probably can because you're filtering out so much oh, of maybe. it. maybe. Maybe. But I would check. I, would, I wouldn't take my word for it. I would check. Um, so what what's fun is, like Greg said, is the proteins from the milk... And actually, one thing to remember is that the milk has um, whey in it. Sure. And that's what's creating that frothiness on the top. So when you shake vigorously this cocktail, and you don't have to, it just makes it. Uh-huh, just adds that extra cool. layer of cool. So, yeah, so it adds that really luscious, luscious feeling. So, all right, first of all. I'm gonna. I'm so happy. Ha- this here took, we have it right here this, in front of us. We do. It took me get... three days to make this cocktail, <laughs> and it looks really nice. Cheers. We're gonna give this See a what, sample. Yeah, right we're now. gonna try it right now. All right, I can't wait to hear what Greg's gonna say, and then I'm gonna try it. I mean, it's just incredibly, incredibly, incredibly smooth. I mean, super kind of. I mean, it's got a lot of. I think you mentioned before, kind of a velvety mouthfeel to it, and this one is exactly the same way. It's. I mean, it's just super, super smooth and just, I mean, it's a nice, it's a nice punch is what it is. It has a lot of citrus in it, but it doesn't have the sharpness that citrus normally. It's, it doesn't take away the acidity necessarily, but Mm -hmm. it smooths it out. It's, it's so good. It's really good. It's a real nice, real, I mean, you know, we are in the kind of holiday 
season here, and this would be a great thing to have at a holiday party because it's not like so overwhelmingly a big taste that, you know, with all the things you're going to, you know, you're going to have candy and you're going to be having, you know, cake and cookies and eating a lot, you know, on, you know, <laughs> yeah. having a lot of big flavors. This would be something to really go, to go with that. This is, I mean, just, you know, a real nice, smooth, open, super clean, super velvety type of, type of a cocktail. This is great. One of the things that attracted me to do this, other than the fact that I really wanted to experiment with it because sure. it is very fun to do. It's like art versus science. Exactly. Um. <laughs> and a great and a great topic too. I mean, if you bring this out, you know, you have this picture in your fridge and you start saying, you know, milk washed and people, you know, just just like our first impression of, well, what are, what in the world are they talking about and how is this done and wow, that really tastes good and I mean, it's a great talking point. The um one of the reasons I wanted to do this is because I wanted to have a picture big enough that I could, you know, I have it sealed. Sure. Um, if we have people coming over, you know, you're entertaining. I liked how simple this was at the very end to mix up, you know, for something that actually took quite a while to mix. I'm not having to mix individual drinks for people. I can just throw ice in a shaker and a little bit extra booze with the punch and have something really quickly that we can serve to people. Yeah, that's a that's what's always good about any of the punch recipes. Because you can always put a little, either write up a little blurb or just have simple instructions, which this is the ultra simple instructions. Two ounces mm-hmm. of the punch, you know, one and a half ounce of, you know, whatever spirit was in there. And then garnish, you know, do you want to put a little nutmeg on top of it? Because, I mean, hey, it's kind of Christmassy. And I you tried could, that today. That you was t- fun. It totally works, too, yeah. with that kind of, uh, kind of that real. You could do a little rosemary on top. Yeah. It's like a really, it's a really adaptable recipe. It's super, super that's a great word for it. It's super adaptable. No, it's it's fantastic. It's, it's it's really good, and well, as we mentioned before, this is uh you know we've got pictures of all this. What what else did you put up on the what what is where can they go to find this? Give them the old Instagram handle and then tell them what you got up there. Sure, we're on Amateur Bartending for the number four, um, immature. That's it. And we have first I have my initial picture of when we just rushed home and made our one and a half hour the whiskey uh, sour back whiskey back. sour. Okay, and you can see the original whiskey sour and then the the Milk second washed. one, right. So it's just a back-to-back. It was really cool. To, that's really fun. If you want to just have a fun time and, and try that, I would highly recommend doing that. You know, if you don't want to go through, this milk punch was a pretty big time commitment. Yeah. But if you have a little bit of time and you just want to experiment, that was a fun thing to do. And also how the bourbon changed. Oh, amazing. Was really, Change. that was m- remarkable. So where this milk punch, we're using a lighter alcohol, um, the difference on the bourbon side also is really interesting for the whiskey sour. Yeah, amazing. So I have a picture of that, of the before and after of that. And I saw a bunch of other stuff you had kind of from your process of doing the punch. Are you going to put some of that up? I am. I'm putting up an image of kind of what the punch, it's just in a glass of what the punch looked like before we started. Oh, good idea. Kind of the it. base, the base before we even clarified it. Honestly, it looked like orange juice. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's the color it was. It really did. It looked wow. like orange juice. Amazing. Because there was so much citrus juice in this with the black tea, it was sure. really, really sure. dark. And then um, I took a picture, a disgusting picture of the milk curdling in the pitcher. Nice. Um, just so you can see. I have a weird picture of it filtering um, where I use lots of clips and things Strange. to keep the <laughs> mucusy looking setup. But it's good to see kind of like what yeah. I'm talking so, about. So when you're going, is it, am I doing it right? Yeah, you're doing it right. Yeah, you're doing it right. And then um, I have, our, of course, our final cocktail in our beautiful little glass with the, the frothy top yeah. on it. So 
I'm going to have that all in one um, Instagram post so you can flip through it. Oh, that's cool. That'll be really perfect. And of course, you know, we'll just say again, you know, we are not experts. We definitely are amateurs on this. So if someone's out there going, oh, that technique is terrible. They should have done this. We would love to hear from you. Please uh, shoot us an email. And uh, if you have some way it doesn't take three days to make, I'd love to hear that part. We would (laughs) love to hear that. And so, uh, but it was really fun. I highly encourage you. It doesn't cost you hardly anything to try it. And it was a it was a blast. I really enjoyed this. I liked it so much. Like I said, it continued on. So and I'll continue making this. I really like it. Absolutely. This is a fun one. I really I really enjoyed it. I like the finished product and I like that there's a lot of fun stuff, a lot of hands on to do on it. It's a great one, Shan. Yeah, Fantastic. really great time. Fun time with this one. All right, we'll see you next time. Cheers. <laughs>